Welcome to Faith City Outreach, where your host, Marina Maria, reaches out to the world to discuss Christian topics and providing biblical solutions, as well as praying for the nations. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The music in this broadcast is provided courtesy of Zapsplat.com. Now, here is your host, Marina Maria. Declare the scripture, Zechariah 2.5, over Faith City Outreach, where the Lord says, And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria, with today's special guest, Pastor Sharon Anderson, from Temple of Praise Church in Washington, D.C. Thank you very much, Pastor Anderson, for sharing an anointed sermon called, the Breaker Anointing. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise the Lord, saints. It's such a blessing to be here with you, wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in the nation. God has a word for us today. God is good, and he's worthy to be praised, and we're thankful to be together. We're thankful to be here to praise the Lord. We're thankful to lift up the name of Jesus. We are thankful of who he is in our lives and we're thankful that we have opportunity to come together to learn more about who he is and what he's doing in our lives and so in taking this time this evening and in going to prayer the lord has unctioned me to talk about the breaker anointing amen and the scripture that we're going to lift up to your hearing comes from the book of Micah, and we'll be going through a couple of scriptures, but what I really want you to understand um, and really get into your spirits this evening or wherever you are, whether it's daytime, nighttime, wherever you are, is that God has a breaker anointing. And as I went into prayer about this message, what the Lord has said to me is that there's someone that needs a breakthrough. Amen. Um, There are people in our lives that in their lives need breakthrough. And we talk about breakthrough over and over again. We're praying for a breakthrough. God wants, we want God to give us a breakthrough. Um, And what God is saying to you today is that breakthrough is nigh, but you have to understand the breaker anointing. And once you understand the breaker anointing, the breakthrough that you've been waiting for is going to come in your life. So the scripture, the first scripture that I want to bring to your hearing is Micah 2, 12 and 13. And the scripture reads, I will surely assemble all of you, O Jacob. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel. I will put them together like sheep of the fold, like a flock in the midst of their pasture. They shall make a loud noise because of so many people. The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out, pass through the gate, and go out by it. The king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. Amen? The second scripture that I want to bring to your attention, and then we're going to dig into it a little bit, is Isaiah 61 and 1. And Isaiah 61 and 1 reads, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me, and there's that word anointing, anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those that are bound. Amen? 
And the last scripture I want to bring to your hearing is Isaiah 10 and 27. And that reads, it shall come to pass in the day that this burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Amen. So we, we started with Micah 2, 12 and 13. And in Micah, we talked about the breaker. Hallelujah. And we talked about how that the Lord God was going to go before you to break open the gate. Amen. And then we went to Isaiah 61 and one, and we talked about that the spirit of the Lord was going to go before you. And it was going to be the spirit of the Lord that was going to anoint you to preach good tidings to the poor, but it was the spirit of the Lord. And it was because it was the Lord that is going to send you to heal the land, to proclaim liberty and to open again, break open um, the prison doors of those that are bound. Amen. And then lastly, again, the breaker anointing Isaiah 10 and 27, it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke of that will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Hallelujah, God. So we're going to talk about the breaker anointing, but we're going to go into prayer first. So lift up the Lord with me and let us pray father it's in the precious name of your son jesus god that we come lord god just thanking you for this moment in time lord god we thank you god for us coming together lord god so we could hear lord god what you have to say to your people lord god to your nations lord god oh god we know lord god that some that are listening lord god are hurting lord god we know lord god that some lord god need a healing lord god some lord god are listening lord god and they've been waiting for a breakthrough lord god so we're asking god in the name of jesus lord god that you lord god Come into the midst of this message, Lord God, that you, Lord God, take over the airwaves, Lord God, that you, Lord God, make ways out of no way, Lord God, that you anoint the ears, Lord God, of the people, Lord God, that need to hear this message, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for what you're going to do, Lord God. We thank you what you're, for what you're going to do in the lives of the people who will hear this message tonight, Lord God. And we bless you and we honor you and we praise you and we magnify you. It's in Jesus' name we pray in our soul says amen amen and amen so the breaker anointing is what we're talking about tonight and again as i was praying i i was it was in my spirit that people have been waiting for a breakthrough a breakthrough with their families a breakthrough in their marriages a breakthrough with their children a breakthrough on their jobs just a breakthrough and that 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 those that are listening to me tonight you have felt like there's been a yoke around your neck Hallelujah, Jesus. And that yoke has been around your neck for so long that it's been weighed down. And, and, and if you put in, in, in your mind the picture of a yoke, what we picture in our minds is, is, the, is what's put around the, the neck of a horse or of a donkey or of an animal of labor. And, and what the yoke does is direct the person to go to the, or not the person, but the, but the animal to go to the left or the right. And, and some of us, because of, of, of what we've been doing or not been doing for Christ have felt like there's this yoke upon our neck. When we get up in the morning, there's this yoke, there's this heaviness. When we get to work, there's this yoke, there's this heaviness. And, and this yoke and this heaviness is directing us in, into ways that we 
should not go. Hallelujah. Now, when we think of yoke and, and someone controlling an animal of labor, we think about yokes going in the ways that they, the animal should go in order to produce something. But what the Lord is saying to me is that there are people that are listening that have had this yoke on their neck and this yoke has been directing them to go in ways that they should go or dealing with problems in ways that they should not deal with them. Hallelujah, Jesus. And, and because of that, the yoke just gets heavier and heavier and heavier. So instead of going to God and praying about the issue, you're picking up a drink. Instead of going to God and dealing with an issue in your marriage, you're committing adultery. Instead of going and praying on the altar and fasting about what's going on with your children, you're yelling and screaming and and, and dealing with them out of anger. And what happens and what keeps happening is day after day after day, you feel this yoke on your neck. And again, the yoke uh, that the enemy is using that yoke instead of the, the yoke being pulled by God to direct you into things that would cause breakthrough. The yoke has been directing you in areas and in ways to bring you down, to take you away from the breakthrough, to take you away from freedom, to take you away from liberty. It's taking you away and it's been taking you away from what God has for you in your life with the promises of God, because we know that the Bible says that the promise of God are yea and amen. So this yoke has been on your neck, but I have come to tell you from the spirit of the Lord that that yoke, hallelujah, Jesus is about to be broken. Hallelujah, Jesus. That yoke is going to be broken because it's going to be broken because the breaker anointing, hallelujah, God is here on this line today. Hallelujah. And it is about to come through Lord God in this airwaves, the airwaves. It's going to come through tonight and it's going to break off that yoke of bondage, the, the yoke of addiction, the yoke of adultery, the yoke of doing wrong and thinking wrong and, and, and doing things that you know are wrong. Who's listening to me today is not just people who need Christ in their life that doesn't know him, that don't know him. The people that are listening to me today that God has told me to speak directly to are people who know Christ, are believers who know them, that have been with Christ for a long time. But because you are weary and and you've been weary and burdened by this yoke instead of you going the way, the truth and the life like God is, has compelled us to do in his word. You've been going away from God. You've been moving away from God. You've been angry with God. You, you, you feel that because of the trials and the struggles and the tribulation that you've been going through that, 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 that God has left you. But God is, is here to tell you tonight that he has not left you and that he would never leave you or forsake you. That indeed, not only will the breaker anointing come through this airwaves and break the burden and the yoke off your neck, that you are going to be empowered, hallelujah, with the breaker anointing yourself. And once that yoke is broken off of your neck, you're then going to be able to go and minister and pray and break the, the, the anointing of the breaker, have the breaker anointing and break the yoke off of people's necks that have been dealing with what you've been dealing with. Hallelujah, Jesus. Because what we know as believers and what we know as, as, as children of God is that God does not waste pain. Hallelujah, God. He does not waste pain. Amen. And he doesn't waste anything that you go through. 
And so what you've been going through is is your pressing time. What you've been going through is 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 what God is using to get the anointing out of your life. Amen. And so just like the 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 grape the winemaker uses the press to get the best wine out of the grapes, he crushes the grapes and he crushes the grapes and he crushes the grapes to get the good wine out of the grapes, to get the wine out of the grapes. You, those that are listening to me, again, you feeling like, oh my God, it's taking too long. All I feel is depressing. All I feel is depressing. And that is where your anointing comes from. Amen. That is where your power comes from. Amen. That is where your ability to minister and break the anointing off of someone else's life comes from. It's that pressing. It's that wine. It's the same thing with the anointing oil. The, what happens when they make anointing oil is they take the olives and they squeeze them. Amen. They squeeze them. Amen. So when we're talking about the breaker anointing, we're talking about the anointing of Christ. And so the anointing of Christ is what's coming into your life to break the, 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 the yoke off of your neck. But the anointing that he's going to leave with you when he breaks the yoke off of your neck is the anointing that will allow you to break the yoke off of someone else's neck. Amen. Amen. And so it comes through the trials. It comes through this tribulations. It comes through the struggle. It comes through the pressing. And that's what you've been feeling. You've been feeling that burden, but you've been, you have been intellectualizing that burden. Amen. And it's time, God says it's time for you to spiritualize that, that burden, that, uh, that, that press, that struggle and understand that God is just using that. Amen. To get you to a place where you can have power. Hallelujah. God resurrection power. Hallelujah. Power to break the chains of bondage, power to pray people out of prison, power to raise people from the dead, power to heal blinded eyes power to heal cancer, power to heal people and get people out the hospitals. That's why we go to church. That's why we praise the Lord. That's why we serve the Lord. We don't serve the Lord to go to true a church house and just clap and lift our hands. Amen. Amen. It's time for kingdom building. God says it's time for kingdom building. So for those who are listening to me tonight, we're it's time for kingdom building. And the yoke that's been on your neck uh, that has caused the discouragement in your life has been because you're not looking at the, the burden and the struggle correctly. Amen. Amen. So, so what are you talking about, Pastor? What are you talking about? I'm Pastor Sharon Anderson, and I'm from Washington, D.C. What are you talking about? Well, we know if we look at people in the Bible, those who have had the greatest struggles are those who have had the greatest anointing. Those who have had the greatest struggles are those who have had the greatest anointing. Amen? Amen. Just look, let's, let's take Mary for a minute. Amen? Since we, since it, uh, I have a passion for women's ministry, a passion for women's ministry. And here you have a young girl who had a proclamation by an angel and she probably thought she was crazy. She's sitting alone, light shines, and here comes an angel saying, you're about to be the mother of Jesus and about to be pregnant. And she's, I'm sure, blown away. 
maybe thinking that she's seeing things, maybe thinking that she's hearing things. But what did she do? She tuned into the spirit and her response was, be it unto me, as you've said. And then the next few steps were not, praise the Lord, hallelujah, let's dance, let's shout. It was struggle. If you could just use your sanctified imagination and and wonder what she went through as a single pregnant woman at a time when ultimately they would be killed back then for being pregnant. She was betrothed to Joseph. She could have been stoned to death for getting pregnant prior to being married. And so here she has to explain to her the husband that she's betrothed to that she's pregnant by Jesus. And you can imagine what he thought and what he said, but because he loved her so much, what did he do? He put her away. And then where did she have to go? She had to go up the mountain to see her sister or cousin, rather, Elizabeth, in order to get godly advice on how to deal with a pregnant situation that she was not expecting. That was not easy. That was hard times, rough mountain, riding on a donkey, up the hillside to see her cousin Elizabeth, feet dragging, pregnant. We're talking struggle. Now, we're going through things in our lives now, but look at what Mary went through. In order to birth a promise, hallelujah, Jesus, in order to birth a promise, a promise that wasn't just for her, a promise that was going to bless the world, a promise that was given to her generations ago that are still blessing us now, amen? And she had a yoke. She had a yoke. She had a struggle. She had bonded. She had, she was being directed by God because she yielded herself to the struggle, to understanding what that struggle was that she was going through. Amen. And so someone has been going through a struggle similar to what Mary went through. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe you're a single mother and saying, I don't want to do this. Mary could have aborted. But what would, what would have happened had she aborted Jesus? God is saying that you have to do things the way I am commanding you to do because your struggle and what you're carrying is a promise from God. And God does not waste pain. Amen? Look at the woman with the issue of blood. The woman with the issue of blood had suffered for 12 long years. She was facing a struggle. She was carrying a yoke. She, because of her problem, was not even, uh, was not supposed to come out in public because of what she was suffering. She was bleeding, and when she bled because she had bled so long, she used to have to wait to come out to the well to get water and to get food because she was not supposed to come out because she was unclean. And what did she end up doing? She touched the hem, and she pressed, and she pressed through throngs of people to get to Jesus for her healing. She had a burden, and she had a struggle. And indeed, her burden and her struggle allowed Jairus' daughter to, to be raised by Jesus. Because the delay that she caused when she touched Jesus allowed Jesus to be able to be unclean, to be able to touch Jairus' daughter, to be able to raise his daughter. 
It was delay. There wasn't denial. There was a pause, but there was a purpose. And what God is saying to you tonight, that there is a breaker anointing that is coming your way, that there is anointing that is being produced from your struggle and your hardships and your problems. And if you just hold on a little while longer, if you, if you begin to go into prayer, if you begin to spend time with God, if you begin to get godly wisdom and instruction about how to process the pain that you've been going through, God said, I'm going to break the yoke from amongst your neck. And that breaker anointing that is in your house now, that is on this airwaves, is going to come in and begin to transform the situations that you've been going through. And again, and I hear God saying this so clearly, he is going to give you the power, hallelujah, Jesus. He's going to give you the anointing, hallelujah, to change someone else's life. Because that's why we live for Christ. That's why we live for Christ. We live for Christ to be able to help others, amen? If we live for Christ and we go through what we go through so that we can minister to other people so that their lives can be changed. Amen. God doesn't waste our pain. He doesn't waste our pain in our lives. And, and when we go through that, that pain, that struggle, that issue, that, that issue with drugs, that issue with alcohol, that issue, if you've had an abortion, God is saying he forgives you. But that breaker anointing is in the house because that, that experience that you went through, because he's already forgiven you, is to allow you to be able to come now and minister to someone else and saying, don't do it. And this is why. This is against God's will for your life. And you can explain to them about how it felt, what it felt when you went through that, and what it felt once you repented to God and were forgiven by God. And you could change the lives of generations just by, by ministering to other people through the pain that you, were that you have gone through. And that's what that breaker anointing is about. It's the breakthrough that you've been waiting for is nigh. And I don't say that um, just because we're looking for a feel-good message on this line. God, God gave this to me for someone that's listening. The breaker anointing is in the house. But again, beloved, you have to take the responsibility of being, being able to process and understand why you're going through what you're going through. It, it's, it is not for you. That pain is it, the, the only way, the only thing that, that's for you in that pain is the anointing that's going to be produced from that pain. Amen. Amen. So what else? So we have the breaker anointing. We have Mary. We have the woman with the issue of blood. We have testimony after testimony. Let's look at Joseph for a minute. Now we know that Joseph, look at what he went through. Joseph had a dream. Joseph had a dream. God gave him a dream, but it, it didn't go from a dream in his spirit to a dream in manifestation. Joseph had to go through some things in order to produce the promise, in order to have the breakthrough anointing, in order for the promise to be produced that, that saved the lives of the Israelites. Uh, he was able to feed nations through his anointing because of what he went through. He went, we know we've heard it, from the pit to the palace. 
He was, he, was, he was rejected by his family. He was left for dead by his brothers. He was betrayed by Potiphar. He, on and on and on and on and on. But ultimately, through his pain and through his process, he ended up in the palace, but not just for himself. He ended up in the palace so that he could save the Israelites to feed them because he had been given a strategy by God from being where he was through his painful process to be able to communicate to the king about how to feed the nation. So, beloved, God is saying tonight that there are things that you are going to go through that you might not understand now. You might not understand what you're going through. You might not understand why you're going through it. But God said there's a purpose in your pain. And, and the other side of that pain is promise. And that purpose in your pain is, the purpose in your pain is not just for you. It's for your family. It's for the people on your job. It's for the people in your community. What has God called you to do outside of yourself? Have you taken the time to sit down with God? Do, are you taking the time on a daily basis to allow God to minister you to you, to tell you what it is he wants you to do for him? Because that's the purpose in your pain. That's the purpose in your isolation. God told me just now that there's someone who feels so alone. And God said, you're never alone. That he's always there with you. That he will never leave you or forsake you that he will always be there by your side. He says, trust in him. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. And he, what, shall, not maybe, but shall direct your path. And so from day to day, we as believers, we as Christians, we're interacting with people. We're interacting, if we're women, we're interacting with other women. We're interacting with, with children. We're interacting with people on our workplace. And, and, and we come in as believers, and what we're not doing is taking authority. And God says it's time for us to take the authority in these areas. We hear about the seven mountains, but we, we all have spheres of influence, we all have areas of impact that God is calling us to. And, and what God is saying to us is, I want you to have the anointing to break the yoke and the sphere of influence where I've sent you. And, and, and so the pain that you're dealing with ultimately oftentimes is directly related to the sphere of influence that you're in. So if you're dealing with someone, if you're dealing with a child who has been in prison and has been out there and, 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 and you don't know what to do and you're praying about that child, God told me to tell you it's about to end because the breaker anointing is here. But when that ends, now you have the anointing yourself to pray for someone else's child. So that burden, that, that addiction, whatever it is that's hindering that child and that family from being everything that th God has called them to be will be released. The release of your child is not just for you. It's for you to have the anointing to pray through for someone else. Amen. Amen. We, someone it's again, dealing with a marriage. God is about to change that situation. Bring that, that wife home, bring that husband home. 
But once he does it, it's not just for you to hand, hold hands and go to the movies. Yes, please do that. Enjoy each other when that happens. Give him all of the glory and all of the praise for it. But remember, pray together. Pray together. God just told me that, that the reason why someone's marriage wasn't working was because you weren't praying together. Pray together. When you pray together, then start praying for other families, other marriages. Amen. And, and when you do that, you will see a change in your life. But once he brings that marriage and reconciles that marriage, God said that anointing to pray for other marriages will now be in you because the pain has produced the anointing to break the yoke and the bondage that was holding you back. Amen. Amen. So what else? So we talk, we've heard about Joseph. We've heard about the woman with the issue of blood. What about, what about Rahab? Amen. We know that Rahab took a risk to hide the spies and she didn't even know Jesus. She didn't even know Jesus. And as a result of her taking a risk, she is mentioned in the Bible and honored for the risk that she took for the sake of Jesus. Amen. Now, and, and, and the risk that she took could have cost her her life. The risk that she took could cost her her life. God is asking, what risks have you taken for him? And, and, and no one's saying being a martyr and risking your life per se, but when have you risked uh, ministering to someone that you didn't know? Have you risked going and feeding the homeless and taking the time out of your day? Have you risked going to an abortion clinic and talking to someone about the effects of abortion? Have you risked some time in, in your life to help someone else? Or are you just focusing on your pain? Because if we believe God and we know God and we know Jesus, we know that God is going to deal with our pain. But what is it going to take for you to acknowledge the fact that what you're going through is not even for you. God says what you're going through is not even for you. Amen. Amen. And as soon as you can get that, as soon as you can understand that, as soon as you can understand that we praise from a place of victory, as soon as you can understand that you already have the victory, as soon as you can understand that we've already triumphed in him, as soon as you can understand that trouble doesn't last always, as soon as you can understand that there is true victory in Christ Jesus. And even if you don't feel it right now, even if you don't see it right now, as long as you keep saying it, because the Bible says what you will have, what you say, as long as you keep saying it until you see it and you believe it and you trust him, God is going to turn your situation around. God is going to turn the circumstance around. God is going to make a change in your life and the anointing that's going to be produced from you understanding the process of your pain will be mind-blowing will be bre that breaker anointing that you need hallelujah god to be an impactful impactful influencer for christ jesus it is time for us to take the nations for Christ. It is time for us to be nation changers. It is time for us to be game changers. Amen. It is time for us to take the game and to change the game for Jesus. Amen. 
But what we have to understand, beloved, is when we do that, often that comes with a cost. That comes with a price. Remember the the story about the alabaster box. In order for that anointing to be released, what had to happen? The, The box had to be broken. Amen? It had to be broken. The breaker anointing comes with what? A breaking. A breaking of who we think we are. A breaking of what we think we want to do. A breaking of who we believe we are, separate and apart from Christ, which is nothing. Amen. The Bible says that God gives us the desires of our heart. He gives it to us. And so it's God who directs our paths. It's it's God who tells us where to go. It's God who tells us what to do. And when we start relying on our own understanding, then we can't be fully powerful in him. Amen? And so what we see from the stories in the Bible, the men and the women in the Bible, is that they have to be broken in order to truly produce what God wants Uh, wants them to be unless a seed falls in the ground and what dies it can't produce a tree that bears fruit that 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 is actually a process that God uses we have to die to self and when we go through the pains and the struggles of life and it's in every level we we end up getting another level of anointing so when when Mary bought the uh, the box of the anointing and broke it to release it she anointed Jesus for his death with that breaker anointing and 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 that breaker anointing was what resurrection power she anointed him for his death to produce resurrection power And so God is about to produce resurrection power in your life. If you've been feeling like, Lord, I can't take it anymore. Lord, I feel like dying. I feel like I'm dying. Well, you know what, beloved? You are ripe for a breaker anointing. The breaker anointing is about to manifest in your life. Hallelujah. I feel that in my spirit. The breaker anointing is about to manifest in your life. Hallelujah. If you feel that you've been burdened, if you feel that you've been down, if you feel that you are dying, God said, I have come to give you life and that more abundantly. I've come to rain on you and shower on you the anointing, the resurrection power of God. But it doesn't stop there because my raining on you is not just for you. I want you to go ye therefore unto all nations teaching about me, about my power, about how I can change, about how I can make you have joy and laugh and smile because God says to count it all joy. God says you're about to get your joy back. Once that anointing is broken off your neck, you're about to get that joy back that you've been seeking. Amen. All of the promises of God are yea and amen. And those things that you've been praying for, they're right there, beloved. They're they're right there. They're right there. They're right there. Hallelujah, God. You just have to trust and believe him. And as we say, you you trust him when you can't trace him. When When you feel like he's not there, he's there. He's there. God said that someone on this line that's listening, he's there. It might seem, he might seem so, so far away, but all you have to do is call on him. And he is but a prayer away, amen? 
and you keep praying and you keep trusting and you keep praying and you keep believe, believing. One thing that God has shown me recently was the potter's wheel. And, 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 and in the scripture, the, we're, we're told that, 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 that God is, is like the potter and we're the clay. Well, what happens to a pottery if you think about it? So there's a wheel. So just picture it. Close your eyes. Just picture it. The wheel is going around and around and the potter, the clay is on the, the wheel and the wheel is going round and round. And that's life, right? Life is going round and round and we're the clay and the potter's fashioning us and, and, then, and then he doesn't like what he sees. And so what does he do? He smashes the clay and it, it hurts. What we thought we were, who we thought we were, what, what that was supposed to look like and be, uh, it, the potter doesn't like it. So what does he do? He smashes it down. The wheel's going around and around again. And it keeps, and he's okay, fashioning, fashioning, and then it's, and it's still a little off. It's still a little skewed. It's not in alignment with what he is creating. So what does he do? He smashes it again. God is asking, are you in alignment? Are you in alignment with what he wants you to do? In alignment what where he wants you to be? Or are you trying to build and fashion your own life? Well, if you're trying to build and fashion your own life, he's going to, Keep you on that wheel and smash it down again. So the potter is shaping and fashioning and shaping and fashioning. And, and okay, so now we have some, something that looks like what he wants it to look like. Is he finished? No. What happens after the potter finishes shaping and molding what he wants and he likes it? He then puts it in the furnace, a fire to one, bake it, to, to stabilize it and then to get out all the impurities. And he can't paint it and make it pretty until it goes through the fire. It's the same thing with a gem and a diamond. Hallelujah. A gem and a diamond in order to, to purify it, it's chiseled and then it's put into the fire. Gold in order for it to be pure and shiny, put into the fire. And sometimes we as believers and we as Christians, we forget about the fire. We forget about the process. We forget about the pain that, is, 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 that God uses to create the promise. His own son had to go through pain in order to produce the promise. If his own son had to go through the pain to produce the promise, we as Christians and as believers have to understand that we too have to go through that pain to produce the promise. The promise is the resurrection power of God. Hallelujah. 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 And so, beloved, remember that's why he says to us, count it all joy. One of my favorite scriptures, count it all joy when we fall into divers temptations, knowing that the trial of your faith worketh what? Patience. He's going to produce something out of that promise. And again, what are we producing? We are producing the breaker anointing tonight. Hallelujah, God. As we're going through the process, the God is saying, think on these things. It says it in Philippians. What do we think of? We think of things that are lovely. We think of things that are pure. We think of things that are good report. If, if we're focusing on the pain, oh my God, this is happening. That is happening. This is happening. Oh, woe is me. Woe is me. What am I going to do? What happens? That yoke begins to 
fall on our neck. And then what happens? We start getting dragged around by the enemy left and right away from the purposes of God on our life because we're focusing on the yoke and we're not focusing on the promise. We're not focusing on the process. And the process again is counting it all joy. I'm not supposed to be focusing on it like the Bible says that we don't even grieve as other people do. The Bible says that we are not of this, we're in the world, but we're not of this world. The Bible says, for be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That renewing of your mind, that transformation comes through the process of pain. Hallelujah. And at the end of the pain, and we're not talking about the end, because at the end, we know we're going to glory if we believe in him, if we're saved and we accepted him as our savior. We're talking about once that painful situation is over, then the, the breaker anointing will be produced so that we can produce more for him, so that we can pray more for him, so that we can be more effective in the kingdom here on earth for him. That is what God is calling us to do. That is God. That is what God is calling you to do tonight, beloved. If you're listening tonight, that is what he is calling you to do. Hallelujah. To, to have a, 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 a clarity, a clarity in your mind and in your spirit about why you're going through what you're going through, knowing that it's about to end, knowing that you're about to have the victory, knowing that you're about to triumph, knowing knowing way down in your knower, knowing that you know, 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 that God is going to bring you out. God is going to bring your family out. God is going to bring your children out. God is going to bless your mother. God is going to bless your father. God is going to bless the people that you're connected to. Hallelujah. And he's going to use you to help break that anointing. Hallelujah. God, because it is a, a divine connection. It is a divine connection and he's wanting you to walk through it as a believer, as a Christian believer. And when it gets hard, he says, come to me, all ye who are heavy laden, hallelujah. And he'll give you rest. But the, the, the scriptures are clear. The Bible is clear how he wants us to walk through that process. And, and the pain that you're experiencing is about to end. But he says that it's about to end as soon as you get this concept, as soon as you understand this concept, it's going to release. And the power that you're going to have on the other side of this breakthrough, hallelujah, God, is going to be one that is going to transform the area, other areas in your life, other people's uh, situations in their lives, situations on your workplace, situations in your community. All you have to do is hold on and begin to view the process the way God wants you to view the process. Amen. Amen. And so we want to pray. We want to pray and trust and believe that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. He's going to do what he said he's going to do. Um, and we want to look at, and before we pray, the other thing that we want to look at in this process is, is fasting. Um, I was asked by someone today about, <coughs> excuse me, two things, fasting and speaking in tongues and, and the power of God. And 
what God is also saying in, in the conversation that I had was that we're not always using in these situations where we're going through painful processes, um, we're not always utilizing the, the, the gifts that God has given us. And oftentimes in order for that gift to come out again, God has to squeeze it out of us. Um, just like he, he breaks open the alabaster box so the anointing comes out just like he squeezes the olive for the anointing for the oil to come out just like he squeezes the grapes for the anointing to come out in order that for the gifts to come out he has to do some squeezing he has to do some baking he has to put us through the fiery furnace of of and the trials of life allow us to go through let me say it that way allow us to go through the trials of life so that he can get the fine the gifts out of us amen and so what God is saying to someone on this on on this line is that there's gifts in you, but you have not been allowing yourself to be in a position for those gifts to manifest, for those gifts to manifest. And instead of you, again, looking at the trials and the tribulations and the pain of the process as something that God is using to give, to bring him glory, and how you're processing it, you've been allowing, again, that to be that yoke on your neck. But God is saying, go into prayer. Go into prayer. There, there, there's something, sometimes there are things that go on in our life that require mentorship. Amen. That require us to have a prayer partner, a mentor, a guide, or someone to help to guide us through what we're going through. And I go back to Mary and Elizabeth. Um, I go back to that situation. I go even to Esther and um, and Mordecai. Amen. That Esther was given a a, a clarion call to save her people. Um, and at one point she was going to say, look, this isn't, this isn't my lot, you know, kind of get someone else to do that. And Mordecai said, Hmm, you know, it, you're, you're one of us. And so who knows that you weren't called for this situation for such a time as this, but Mordecai groomed her and, and prepared her for that season in her life. And while one might think, oh, well, she was in the palace and she was with the king and she was given the finest of this and finest of that. No, she was in a situation where she had to lay down her life. She had to lay down her life. If she went to the king and the king didn't accept her, she would have been put to death. And so while it might have seen externally like she had all the, the wonderful things, the, the task, the road that she was walking, the path that she was walking was not one that was an easy task, but she had a spiritual mentor and it happened to be a, a man. It happened to be your uncle, but she had a spiritual mentor, Ma Mary and Elizabeth. She, Mary had a spiritual mentor when she was going through the situation of here I am bearing the savior of the world pregnant with the savior of the world. I know everybody thinks that I'm lying. I know everybody thinks that I've, you know, committed, I've fornicated. I know everybody thinks that I've cheated on Joseph. She went to Elizabeth who had dealt with not having, um, experienced a pregnancy before and having to have everybody laugh at her about being pregnant. And so she went to Elizabeth 
in order to get guidance on how to do or to go through what she was going through and what happened as soon as she walked in the door the bible says that elizabeth um john leaped in her belly that the the, the holy spirit fell upon her and, and elizabeth began to praise and shout and say how be it that the mother of my lord came to see me and she had a spiritual mentor that she was that was able to help mary Get to guide Mary through that process. And so the other thing that the Lord is saying is sometimes we do get into situations that are hard. Sometimes we do go through things and we're at our wits end. Can't do it anymore. This yoke is too heavy. I need some help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And I, and I, I don't want to speak to the women on the line. Don't be afraid to ask or look for a spiritual mentor. However, be discriminating. Let the Lord lead you to that person. Don't just go out and grab someone because you feel that you can't take it. Because sometimes the Holy Spirit is the only mentor that you need. But there are times in our lives when we're walking this Christian walk and we're trying to walk right and do right. And you're going through a painful season in your life, <coughs> excuse me, where God is, 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 is saying to you, you, you can get a little help. And here I have this person um, fa fashioned and shaped, especially for you to help you through this process. So I do want to encourage someone tonight. If, if, if you are in a situation while you're waiting for this breakthrough, and again, I say it, that breakthrough is nigh, understand that there, God could be sending you someone. And pray about that, pray about that, pray about that. Go into your prayer closet, take the time and, and, and ask God for that help. See, God loves us so much, beloved, that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. And that means help. That means help. We don't always have to walk through it alone with only relying on Jesus. Now, there are some, there are some walks that he just wants it to be you and him. But oftentimes he has prepared a person and a situation and, 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 and a place and a season of our lives to be able to have someone available to walk through that with us. And that's a spiritual mentor. And the Bible is replete with um, situations where people have spiritual mentors to be able to go through the situation and the seasons um, that they're in. So don't be afraid to pray to God about a spiritual mentor, but be very careful about who you select. Be very careful about your selection. Be very careful about who you identify with and who you grab because you don't want to grab someone who does not really understand what is going on with you in your life. You don't want someone that's going to try to rush you through the process because if you rush through the process, it's like a cake. If you're baking a cake, do you want a cake that was put in the microwave or do you want a cake that was put in an oven? Microwave cake does not taste as good as a cake that was made from scratch and was allowed to bake in the oven. And sometimes God wants us to bake until we're, we're right. And then he can present us as a gift to the body to be able to be enjoyed by, by those so that, so that our anointing can shine, our righteousness can shine like the noonday sun, and we can infect and impact for Jesus, the nations. Amen? Amen. So don't be afraid to ask for help, but again, pray about that help. And, and, and the Lord is also compelling us to spend more time with him. The only way that you're going to know that, that you need the help or that you need a mentor in this season in your life, um, if you're dealing with this, this yoke, is that you have prayed and that you have um, listened 
and that you have a clear line of communication. And some things only come by praying and fasting. That's the word of God. And so ask God, is it time for me to fast? Is it time for me to fast? And then ask God, what kind of fast do I need to be on? If he's directing you to fast, don't do it haphazardly, beloved, because that can bring in a whole nother area of warfare that you might not be ready to handle. And God is telling me to say to some, is God is, is, say, is telling me to say to someone, be careful. Don't jump out to fast on spiritual warfare if you're not prepared for it. Amen. Amen. So make sure that you're praying, make sure that you have direction, make sure that you have, uh, have a clear line of communication between you and God as you're going through this process. So again, when you come out on the other side of this breakthrough, um, that you are prepared to do the work that God has called you to do. And I'm confident, beloved, I am confident that God is going to do it. I am confident that God is going to do it. But mentor relationships can be something that's a blessing to your life, but it's not something to enter into haphazardly. Amen? Amen. So now we're going to pray and we're going to go to God because I'm confident that we are going to see breakthrough in our lives. So I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are, but I'd ask if you can to just bow your heads. If you want to lay out on the floor, lay out on the floor. If you want to get on your knees, get on your knees, but let us go to God and look to the Lord and let us pray. Father, we thank you for the time that we've spent here on this line, Lord God. We thank you, God, because we know that you are a God of breakthrough, Lord God. We know, Lord God, that you said that whatsoever we ask in your name, it shall be given unto us, Lord God. So in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you, Lord God, begin to send the breaker anointing, the breaker anointing, Lord God, that you referred to in Micah, the breaker anointing, Lord God, that you referred to in Isaiah, Lord God, the anointing that will break the yoke, Lord God, the yoke of bondage off of your people, the yoke yoke of addiction that will be broken off of your people, Lord God, the, the, the yoke of adultery, the yoke of fornication, Lord God, the yoke that will be destroyed. I ask like now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you break it, Lord God, that your anointing comes through the airwaves, Lord God, and that you, Lord God, change the lives of those who are listening tonight, Lord God. I thank you, hallelujah, Holy Spirit, Lord God, that you, Lord God, will have your way in the lives, Lord God, that after today, Lord God, that they will see a breakthrough in their lives, that they will see a change in their lives, that marriages will come back together, that families will come back together, Lord God, that children will be released from prison, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God. And I thank you for the power, God, the Holy Ghost power, Lord God, that you will give to your children, Lord God, for the process that they went through, for the breaking that they went through, Lord God, that they may be influencers and impactors for Jesus, that they will change nations that they will change atmospheres in the name of Jesus, that they will have power to tread on certain serpent's heads, that they will have power, hallelujah, to break the yokes themselves, Lord God. I thank you for that today, Lord God, and I praise your holy name. It's in Jesus' name we pray, and our soul says amen, 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 and amen. And I am so thankful that I was here. I am so thankful for the invitation, and I hope that this message has blessed you. We have run out of time, but we will return next Sunday with another guest the Lord has brought to Faith City Outreach. 
Psalm 117, praise the Lord, all you nations, extol him, all you peoples, for great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria as she interviews Christian pastors and leaders to discuss scriptures and topics affecting the Christian community and to pray for the nations. If you need to contact Marina Maria, please email her at fcoprogram at gmail.com. The music used in this broadcast is provided courtesy of zapsplat.com. Until next time, Marina wants to remind you from Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.